0: Hi it's Lori Jean and I'm in the kitchen again and today I'm making some cheesy beans uh, with chips so I'm going to tell you what you need here. I made my beans ahead of time and if you want to do that I just um, use pinto beans I think these beans and chips that I'm making are better with pinto beans so I made pinto beans the only difference of the way I cooked them is I used sea salt olive oil and I put some onion in there so I used about a cup of the beans and um, I'll just give you a kind of quick as to how I made it in case you don't understand or you don't like reading directions like me I hate doing that but I took a cup of the beans and I put it in some water just kind of covered it maybe an inch above and I boiled it and once the water started boiling i turned it off covered it and removed it from the burner and let it sit there an hour i'm not one of these pre-soakers and then after that i rinsed the beans you know with a strainer Rinsed the piano, put them back in the pan covered them about another inch above maybe more than that and just cooked them on like on my stove too so yours probably a little bit higher than low but just so it was bubbling a little bit but my stove, once it gets warm, it'll really start bubbling like crazy. So I had to kind of watch it. But it only took about 30 minutes. So I put it on 30 minutes and kept going back and forth. And then, actually, I think after 30 minutes, I cooked it for about another 10. But you can tell just by tasting it. It'll kind of melt in your mouth. It'll be nice and soft. And um, then, of course, you take, like, a strainer, like one of those scoops that you take corn. Like let's take hopefully you're not eating canned corn anymore, but you know, you stick it in, let's say we watched our mom stick it in our canned corn and take the can out, the corn out. Well, you use one of those and just put it in like a Tupperware container. So now I have my beans, so um, you can pause this if you need to, you know, figure out how you're gonna get beans, but just make sure they're natural, please. And then I have a block of cheddar cheese here. It's the block of cheese that I told you about at the beginning of the show that I have in my apartment. No additives. I have some lime. I have about a quarter of a lime left here, plus another lime I just bought at the store. I have an avocado because we're going to do some avocado and lime dip. And you are going to love this. I have organic cilantro here. You can get regular cilantro, but this was only 20 cents more for organic. I have um, some really cool sour cream. Um, it's one of the few sour creams I can eat because most of them have all those guar gums and carrageenan gums and, you know, you search them up and they tell you they're like toxic and uh, carcinogens is the new name. I'm sure you've seen a lot of the exanthem gum and stuff and I'm like, oh my god, I've been eating this all along, you know. and so it's really hard for me to find things because I am I know they say the FDA says it's safe, but I try to stay away from everything, and that's why I feel so much better. So I'm trying to make things simple for myself when I'm sharing this with you. My chips, I won't tell you the name, but I'm so psyched. They're actually a name you would never guess, and there's nothing bad in there for you. It, it's not organic, but let me tell you, it makes you feel like you're cheating up a storm, and they're so good. As far as, like kind of doing a um, fast food thing it makes you feel like that like wow this is kind of cool it made me feel a little bit like a kid because i don't really miss fast food but i thought i want to do something different so and it made me feel different childishly different so when you search on those shelves keep in mind some of those names believe it or not they're not bad uh... let's see is there anything else of course my olive oil i always have olive oil here. so let's see if i can get started without forgetting anything (laughs) So I've got my toaster oven, my famous toaster oven. It's a little bit bigger than a regular toaster oven. It has a little rotisserie in it. I can bake like a 12-inch pizza, so it's one of those bigger ones. I'm putting olive oil. I don't know if you can hear me opening or closing it, at the bottom of their baking dish that comes with it. Like I said, you know, use what you feel at home you need to use to bake your, your things. You might have a cookie sheet and just throw it in the oven, so, for example. Okay, I'm not going to make a whole lot because I like to make it look pretty in the dish. <laughs> so I can take a picture. I don't know if you've been watching, but I always post pictures. So you can actually see, I think, the way things are going to be going before you even go to the show, what it's going to look like. So, Which makes sense to me. Okay, so, I'm taking out some chips. And I'm putting them on top of the my little baking sheet where that has olive oh, in the bottom. And I'm just gonna put a couple more. Okay. Now I'm going to put the beans on top. Okay, I've got that quarter of a quarter of a line sitting there staring at me. And you know the way you cut lime, that's really easy. If you cut it in half, like You've got the two ends like you just picked it off the tree. You cut it in half down the middle and then go adjacent to that and cut it half again. And the quarters squeeze really nicely. Otherwise, the lime is so hard to get out and it seems like you just can't get it. So I have a nice spoon here. I'm spooning the the beans, they look so good. I did use white onion in here, but I mentioned um, that I like red onion but this has been cooked nicely so I'm covering the chips pretty well I mean I'm not like mounding it on this so you can't see the chips but I am I have more in the center so you can't see hardly any of the chip in the center and then I kind of went a little bit less on the edges so you can see the, the edge of each chip so you're not overdoing it because you don't want to put a whole lot on there then you go to pick up a chip and you know it's all goopy and heavy and everything falls off so if you put the heavy stuff in the center not real crazy it's probably two layers of beans mostly in the center in a circle then you got a couple layers like going out maybe about I have probably about six and a half inches wide by about five inches of chips and I don't have them completely on top of one another they're all hitting each other adjacent oh you'll see in the picture actually so um yeah so the beans are just kind of you know, drizzled along the edges. So, and now I've got the cheese. I don't use a cheese cutter. If you've been listening to my show, you know by now. I just have this cool knife. It's really has no serrated to it, and um, it's nice and long. Not really to cut a turkey or anything, but long enough certainly to cut a piece of cheese. And it just slides right through. So I'm going to start taking the cheese, and um, I do. This is a good thing, too, how thick of the cheese. This looks like about a, a 16 to an inch, to an eighth of an inch, um, which means you can't see through. You, you can kind of see the knife going through a little bit. That's probably like a 32nd of an inch. <laughs> but I like to do it not real thick. So you can almost see the edge of the cheese shining through the knife, even if it's just little pieces you're getting. Don't worry about that if some are a little thicker don't worry about that the main thing is just to make sure that you have a nice coverage of cheese and like i said you don't have to have a block of cheese some people like to go out and bite shredded but i'm kind of trying to do it where i go to the store and i do one stop, and i don't have to keep figuring out what i need and don't need in the fridge i already have my cheeses in here great i already have my olive oil i have my spices you know and um, I'm going to be adding more spices to my rack as it goes on sale. Um, like I said, I just last month I got rosemary, this month I got um, thyme, and I'm looking at um, tarragon and sage. I'm just kind of dancing around on that. I've been watching, I watch a lot of cooking shows. And I've been kind of dancing around with those two spices. I'm really picky. I'm not really a spice person. So what I've been doing, let me just go back to the cheese. You'll see in the photo, too, probably after it's melted. But So I want to give you an idea. I have pretty much, like, I put it, the pieces next to one another. So, I mean, you can see that they're basically touching or slightly overlapping. So I like to try to cover, not crazily cover it so that, it, you know, let's pretend it needs to breathe a little bit. And I don't like my edges sticking out with no cheese on it. Those little edges I said that you want them to show. I like to just put, even if it's just little tiny pieces on the edge, you know. So, you know when you pick up a, a cheesy chip and there's no cheese on it because it's been on all the other chips? I hate that. That's like a pet peeve. So I'm going to put those, like tiny little pieces on the edge of the chips that get forgotten. Even if you just have a little bit of the cheese there, you know and you're dipping it into the sour cream then you feel happy that you're not being neglected on that one chip. See, I see a chip sitting here, it's the one that's kind of it's turned over, I look upside down the way it's sitting and I just took care of that one. So I think I have enough here I've covered the chips now, oh you know what I usually do? Ah, I usually put lime on the beans before I do this so Mine aren't going to taste as good as yours, so hopefully you're listening just before you make it. If not, I have holes in between the cheese and the beans like I told you to do. So squeeze lime. A lot of people don't do this before they bake it. They do it after. Squeeze lime all over because what it does is you don't feel like you have to go put like a bunch of hamburger or a pork or hot sauce because I got bored with this stuff when I couldn't eat hot sauces and you know all kinds of salsas I was starting to get sick really sick everything will come back up but I'm telling you and I um no I'm not gonna put on the cheese there I'm a big olive oil person that I'll even sometimes actually you know I will put a little bit that's another trick if you really really I'm feel, feeling neglected a little bit now that I mentioned meat on the cheese so I'm gonna take my basting brush and I'm going to put just a little olive oil on top so I mean you don't need much not to feel neglected you really don't I mean what's weird is once you start eating like this the food starts to taste so good and it's like you can taste the beans and appreciate them the homemade beans you can taste the cheeses that don't have all the chemicals because you can taste the creaminess And um, you don't even need an expensive olive oil, I've learned. It got to the point where I'm using the cheaper olive oils, where I was using expensive ones, and I'm actually enjoying them more. So let's put the toaster oven on. Uh, 375, I don't go higher than that on mine. I don't know if you have a problem with yours at home that you need to keep it higher because 375 doesn't seem high enough. 400 degrees I tried, but it burns my chips. Most people can do that for 10 minutes or so. So I'm going to do 375 and I'm heating up my toaster oven. While I'm heating up the toaster oven, I'm going to show you how to make guacamole and lime uh, dip. It's, oh my God, it's so good. So I have about, um, it's not an extra large avocado I'd say medium. They call it large in the store sometimes, but definitely doesn't look large. So it's about a medium, and I don't like measure things anyway. So please don't feel bad. Like please don't feel bad. Like, you know, am I gonna put the appropriate amount of something? You know, I mean, lime. Like, if you if you get squeamish to lime, like I only used a quarter of. uh, Well, you'll see the size of the chips, but I only used a quarter of a lime for the for the nachos, and. I'll start out with a quarter of the lime for one avocado as well. Because most people like when you see them make things, they'll say, Oh, I just squeeze some of this in there and you watch them squeeze it in and people worry, especially if they're not crazy about that taste, but they want to open to it. Well, how much should I put in, you know? So to be safe, just you know, cut little corners of your pieces of and fruit and things and start out small you know and taste as you go along so I am pitting the olive I'm showing sure you know how to pit an olive I'm putting the olive into a bowl this is really easy to make I mean it takes like two minutes and by that time I will be putting the I'm gonna put the nachos in not just take like barely five minutes okay so I've got all the avocado into a bowl and I'm gonna check the, the oven again. Cause I'm just about ready to add my organic cilantro. I'm putting it in the middle tray because my chips burn, I mentioned it before in the bottom one. Okay, so it's on about seven or eight minutes. It probably won't take that long. So I'm gonna finish this cilantro concoction to go into the avocado. So I'm not really good at gee, what how do I prepare cilantro? So I take like the leaves at the end and I just pull them off. I run it under cold water. And I just squeeze them all tight. And I have a little plate here I use for cutting. So and then I just start chopping it back and forth, thinking it's small, not like baby tiny, you know, but certainly small enough okay I'm doing that all i'm doing at am watching those nachos waiting for this to see that cheese melt and um i mean i know i'm giving you temperatures and some kind of time gauge but it's Basically, when the cheese starts bubbling, you know you don't want thick pieces of cheese. That's why you try to make sure you cut it consistently and not too thick. That way, your chips don't burn by the time the cheese is melted. That's another tip there. <laughs> so, that's why I like I like to see the knife go through, and I mean you don't want really thin slices either. So if you see the knife go through, be generous and spread it about, and definitely let them overlap. Okay, so I'm pretty much done cutting up this cilantro. I only took a handful of cilantro. A small handful. I don't have a big hand. So if I were going to measure, I would say it's about two tablespoons of cilantro. And I'm putting into the avocado. And sometimes you might want more or less. Make sure you taste it first. I, I personally like it, but you don't want to overtake the flavor of the uh, avocado. Okay, so I'm cutting my lime in half and then in fours like I mentioned to you. Oh, actually, no, that's good. Okay, now I'm going to squeeze the fourth on the avocado. I'm going to stop at squeezing it halfway through for the avocado because it's not like a a huge one. Now I'm going to take a fork I'm not kidding you, this is how easy it is, and I know it doesn't sound like it'll taste good, it's off the wall delicious, and I'm going to mash it up, and it's a beautiful green color, and believe it or not, this is the, the dip. This is the dip, the green leaves and the green avocado look absolutely breathtaking, and look, I'll eat two servings of this, one like medium avocado, so I mean this is good for two people. Uh, get one large, get two medium. You know, make it for a family. Um, use the half the lime. Half them. I'm putting in more lime. I can tell it needs more. So you might use half a lime. Make sure you taste a little bit in between. If you're a limey person, you might just go. Oh, I'm throwing in half the lime. And oh boy, is this so good! You don't. I'm not. You don't even need oil. You don't need any oil. You don't need, um, you don't need anything in it It tastes so good. I'm, I'm going to test it right now. So let me just see here. I don't mind if it's chunky at all anywhere. I actually dip the, the cooked chips in here when it's done. Oh my God, it's so good. And now it's a little more lime in there than you might like, but because I'm going to be dipping chips in there, those... Oh, so good so now the dip is done I'm just gonna put these chips away my my cheese is melting like beautifully I can smell those chips I even have a few beans left. I'll have to eat those up tomorrow I like to pick everything up before it comes out that way I'm just sitting in my chair nice and cozy eating my This is my dinner you can have it as a snack but you know I've been trying to get myself into beans for the longest time so I actually eat them for a meal now which is unbelievable they are I wouldn't doubt it it's not done in a couple minutes now sour cream I like to take my sour cream I'll take as much as two tablespoons, like I don't measure things now like, oh, I shouldn't eat this, I shouldn't eat that, because there's so many things I don't eat that when I eat stuff and I know it's good food, I don't worry. I mean, if it's good. Oh, I see now I can smell my chips with this particular toaster oven, the way it cooks. Oh yeah, I'm going to take it out. So that's probably been, what, four, four and a half minutes. Taking out my stuff here. It does not want to cook any more than that. You can actually hear it sizzling. Uh, Oh yeah, it's sizzling. And it's not like the cheese is like bubbling up at the top. It's bubbling on the edge, and it's pretty much oh, this is just beautiful. This is beautiful. All right, so I'm going to put a picture up on my blog, and two tablespoons of the sour cream in the middle so when you pick the chip up you can dip it right in and then put a couple tablespoons of the uh dip right on the side of the plate bon appetit once again please come visit laurijaneinthekitchen.blogspot.com for more tips tricks and upcoming recipes